0: See, here's the secret. We booked the 8 o'clock show with a big cast. There it is. And then we, and then we don't let them leave. <laughs> you can't leave. You, hey, you should have locked the doors. That was the
1: second step of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did we, did, we did lose a couple. Did we? I just
1: want to point
0: out who stayed. The winner. Oh. Yeah. I
1: see. <coughs> you won by one. <laughs> well...
0: History won't record that.
2: They just won. I mean, you were you were you were doing improv. I don't know if I would consider that winning. No, I'm kidding. There are no winners at the end of an improv show.
3: twenty-four to ninety-two hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic <laughs> takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio
2: audience you, totally in a like show you. called <laughs> Stab. Stab! Hello! Woo! Welcome to Stab. Uh, Stab. Here at Stab. Stab at Stab. Stab Comedy Theater. We're over here every Friday night at ten fifteen ish. Get here, get here at ten. Sometimes we start on time, sometimes we don't. Uh, but you, you wouldn't know that because you're not fucking here. Anyway, come out on Friday, come see a show. We're here seventeen ten Broadway. Um, are you ready to meet your contestants? Everyone, okay. Uh, ben Rice, Benjamin Rice, Jack Brown, and Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. Stab. I'm your host John Morris Ross the fourth Woo. <laughs> thanks for being here everyone Jack are you here to play poker or is that that works for a podcast is, I'm sorry I'll explain it yeah uh, yeah.
3: So, this is real. The thumb thing is not part of the costume. Right. Uh, cut my thumb, six stitches, not a big deal. But then I thought, how can I work this in? I didn't want to go full mummy. So, this this is exactly how Brendan Fraser dresses in the show FX show Trust. Has anyone seen that? No one? Okay, no. okay. So, we got this Brendan Fraser look and then a little bit of the mummy. It's still Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <Brendan. laughs> And then a lot of Encino Man in my right, face, yeah. yeah. So he, you're, you yeah.
0: just went this year for Halloween as Brendan Fraser's IMDb page. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Just his filmography.
2: <laughs> Later you'll be wheezing the juice. Is that at the party? <laughs> oh, okay, God. Is... Please <laughs> help
3: me back here next year. I'll dress as Polly Shore. Please do, yeah. <laughs> Do the whole show like that. He kicked that. me
2: out of a green room once, Polly Shore, because <laughs> he, he didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, fuck him. <laughs> uh so you or uh, anyway, uh thanks for being here, Jack. Jack, thanks, yeah, thanks thank for you. Yeah. Me. Yeah. 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 We always yeah. Yeah. We always meet the best dressed contestant first. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's fair. so, Ben Rice, how's it going?
1: Uh pretty good. I just wanted to say that Jack's costume is a real blast from the past. Hey.
2: Uh. <laughs> 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 and move. And moving on. Uh, right. No, uh, no, Ben, do you do a do you do a podcast or anything about beer called Barley and Me? That's me. Do you me. do Do you happen to do? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, where where could we find that? Uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, what's the name of it again? Barley and Me. Barley and you seem you seem mad that I brought it up. Is no. there? No, it's fine. A court case. You just if you <laughs> type
1: B A R L, it'll be it'll just correct It'll be like you mean Barley and Me because nobody else would be stupid enough to use those letters in combination. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Very easy. You got to get past the bar, though,
2: because there's a lot of. What about Barry's ones. podcast? Barry's podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I don't
1: know. No, no, no. That's why you have the L. The L is what the. the no, but you that's get the bar. Yeah, yeah. You got Barry's podcast. You got all the bar podcasts. <laughs> but you get that L. They're like nobody else. that letter. Oh. Now,
0: now I got to start a podcast called Barely Listenable.
1: <laughs> Barley listenable.
0: Barley. Listen- Barley. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you're, you already did that. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be what, fair, I haven't listened yeah. to a single episode yeah. of the podcast. I don't care. <laughs> that's what fair, we should call, call this podcast. <laughs> Barely listen to yeah, Okay. Yeah, that's
2: fair. Barely. Uh, all right. I only listen to podcasts that I'm on. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, also, thanks to Jack for uh, injuring his thumb using the stab-ing. <laughs> Very good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Jesse Jones. Yeah. Do we need to meet you? Not really. Do you have anything interesting you want? Anything new? Oof.
0: No. No? I don't know the last time I've done anything
2: interesting. How, how was work today? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hear you,
0: brother. Yeah.
2: Jesse, you did good today. I, I tempted you with donuts. You did? He said no. Yeah, Ooh. I okay. know. Let's and they're these Let's...
0: fancy-ass like gourmet
2: food truck donuts. Yeah. It's ridiculous. $2.50 each. A little yeah. pricey.
0: Not fucking around. I had but
2: two is... of them. <laughs> lemon lavender and then an apple pie one. Yeah. yeah,
0: if that doesn't give you some sort of idea of the the hoidiness. Yeah. A lemon lavender donut. Yeah. It's delicious. No, oh, I'm not saying it wasn't.
3: I like mine with sprinkles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then you can get the fuck out of my food yeah. truck.
3: What flavor are those sprinkles? Sprinkle flavor. <laughs> I don't go in for that
2: scent bullshit with yeah. that lavender. Just want tiny pieces on my tongue. <laughs> that's what, I want to do. what? All right, you guys want to play stab? Oh. Yeah, or do right. it? We're not really playing yeah. it.
0: <laughs> We're gonna do it.
2: Yeah. Nice. All right. This first segment, uh, it's called reorganization. Uh, please take this following acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that October is Dental Hygiene Awareness Month. Well, what? What? <laughs> Uh, t- t- today's <laughs> acronym is FLOSS F-L-O-S-S Ben what does FLOSS mean to you besides a dance
1: uh, uh, I okay. didn't even know it was a dance honestly uh, Okay, John we'll, t- we'll talk uh, about it later
2: I'm, I'm very sorry I, I
1: got off work at 845 today uh huh and I hadn't had a chance to even look at these prompts, let alone write responses to them. So I didn't reimagine what floss uh, (laughs) uh, meant. Uh, So sorry about that again. Uh, But I did have time to make this particular segment a teachable moment. Uh, (laughs) Did you know that floss was actually designed to fling lingering omnipresent sustenance somewhere? (laughs) Anywhere, (laughs) but in your teeth. (laughs) Floss! Floss! Fling lingering omnipresent <laughs> sustenance somewhere.
2: <laughs> Very good, Ben. Good job. Yeah. Ben. It was, uh, that cop out was second to none. Very good. <laughs>
0: Thank you.
2: Very good. Uh, Jack Brown. I, I almost I, said Brendan Fraser, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know Put that in the pod description. <laughs> Brennan, More <lists>. just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just
3: I got off work significantly earlier than 8.45, so I'm going (laughs) to apologize in advance for the length of this. But you're all already here, and the doors are locked. Mm -hmm. And that dog is now known by a different name, and that name is Mr. Mayor. What a story. If you're just joining us here on Action 17 News, I'm Rich Narducci, and our top story tonight is a serial killer that has been striking panic into the hearts of our dear town. The killer has been targeting local newsrooms, pharmacies, and dramatic theaters, The killer, better known as the floss, or first line of script slasher, (laughs) got his or her name by slashing throats right after the first line of a script is read. (laughs) The local production of Hamlet 2, Something's Cool in the State of Denmark, (laughs) is on its third Hamlet now, after the lead and then the understudy were both killed after they delivered the first line of the production – Alas, poor Yorick, I knew I needed to hit the jewel. (laughs) For more on this topic, we go now to a live speech from Police Chief Partario on the matter. Thank you all for gathering here to discuss the first line of script slasher or floss murders that have been occurring. I will now begin to read from my prepared statement. Good citizens, please stop reading scripts. That was a pretty good first line. Moving on. Arg, my throat!
0: <laughs>
3: oh my, it seems that the police chief has just had his throat slashed after the first line of his speech. It is too early to tell for certain, but this might have been the work of the flaws. <laughs> and lighter news, let's throw it over to Todd Gonzalez with sports (laughs) thanks Rich, well the kings have got themselves in a bit of a pickle as their star player, Nemanja Bialiksa recently ended up on a jump bike in the middle of highway 50 it is unclear, whoosh, boom shakalaka, my throat is on fire oh no Todd Gonzalez, oh my god I did not know that a human neck could contain that much blood well, the show goes on Let's hear from Amber Kaufman with the weather. Rain, rain, go away. Come again another month. Whoosh, my throat! No! I wanted to see where that rhyme was going. It would be disrespectful to her memory not to move on with the show, so let's throw it over to Sam Brapp with the traffic. I'd rather not. Read the script, Brapp! Hong Kong, beep, beep. It's the Action 17 traffic update every 17 minutes. Whoosh! My throat! This is kind of on me. <laughs> oh, wow. There goes the last of the other anchors. Looks like it's just me now, Rich Narducci. Why haven't I been killed yet for reading the script? because I am the first line of script slasher or floss. Finally, I have the airwaves all to myself to talk about what I want to talk about, to talk about the real issues. So Dr. Jordan Peterson has this great theory about dominance hierarchies and making your bed. Hey, who's that? Rich, Rich Narducci, you're under arrest. I'm Bosch from Bosch on Amazon Prime. Damn you, Bosch! <laughs> Could you at least make a cool pun about my Floss nickname as you arrest me? I don't usually do that kind of stuff. Hey, it's me, Amber Kaufman, the weather reporter from earlier. I didn't die, so let's keep the news going. Today's top story, Bosch is a hunk.
2: Very good. Very good. Very good. Someone animate that out there, please. you huh. <laughs> Jesse Jones, what does floss mean to you? Well, my comparatively brief response. (laughs) I'm not used to
0: that being the case. For too long now, one group has quietly sown the seeds of discord and mistrust. Amen. Poisoning our otherwise decent society with filthy, bald-faced lies. Exactly, and I think I'd, I think you all know who i 'm talking about yeah that 's right otters <laughs> I am sick to death of how people have for so long simply turned a blind eye to the destruction that otters have wrought <laughs> i 'm sick of it, and me and other like minded individuals like myself are finally taking an, or- an organized stand to combat the actions of these water weasels. And their whiskery whispers. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) I couldn't agree with you harder. (laughs) We are pulling back the curtain of floss. Five lies otters secretly spread. (laughs) Otter lie number one. But some of them are semi-aquatic. The fuck does that even mean? You either live in the water or you live on the land. I take baths and go swimming. I don't claim to be semi-aquatic. <laughs> You're full of shit, otters. Otter lie number two. All new forms of meat that you try for the first time taste like chicken. It's a line that's been repeated for so long that it's just been ingrained into our subconscious. And it's not true. And how would they even know? All otters eat is fish. Eat shit, otters! Otter lie number three. Transsexual people only drive transams and transit vans. (laughs) There is zero evidence to prove this claim. But the otter's defense is that there's zero evidence to disprove it. Which isn't accurate either. When will these fucking otters stop? Otter lie number four. We live in a computer simulation which we perceive as reality because we're programmed to and which we're incapable of escaping assuming we even have a physical form to which we could escape. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, otters! Otter lie number five. 9-11 was all made up. And the otters aren't even talking about the terrorist attacks on 9-11. They say that the very concept of both September 11th and the fraction nine elevenths were both made up through an unholy partnership between Big Calendar and Small Number. <laughs> <laughs> and these are just five lies otters secretly spread. I could go on all day, but I—I just—I man, fucking otters.
2: <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization class. Yes, very good. Which brings us to our next segment. uh, Topical Haiku Challenge. Uh, Gentle persons on stage, please have composed three haiku in regards to the following topical story. Headline, uh, bride-to-be says she wants wedding dress made with dead mother's hair. Uh, Bride-to-be in England is having a difficult time finding a dressmaker willing to create her dream wedding dress that she'd like. Uh, That she'd like to be festooned with locks of her dead mother's hair. Uh, Haiku go. Ben, your first of three haiku.
1: Uh, This one's called Let's Ratchet Up This Wedding. British Bride, one of a kind. One kind question. Does the train match the tracks? (laughs) I
3: had to go online and do a haiku like syllables tester. I couldn't, te- t- couldn't <laughs> test them myself. Good you can't count on your thumbs. I could not do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one's called Traditions. Something old and something new and something from a lifeless, rotting corpse.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very
0: good. Yeah. Uh, my first sort of ties into that. Um, it's titled Get ready, fellas. (laughs) Have you heard the term, I'll have your guts for garters? (laughs) Use your teeth, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, your second
2: (laughs) of three haiku.
1: This one's called, uh, It's My Wedding and I'll Do What I Want To. (laughs) Dead Mom's Hair Don't Care. It's my wedding day, biatch. <laughs> I do what I want.
3: <laughs> Jack, this one's called thread. The hair that is the thread of our love is my mother's pubic hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> again, again, sort of tangentially related. Um, same prompt. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> my second is titled "Natural Fibers." <laughs> What's the problem here? Wool's basically sheep's hair, right? So she sheared mommy <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very good. Ben your third to three haiku.
1: This one's a rational reaction. You want to do what? <laughs> 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 the wedding's off) <laughs> Your mom's not even dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a groan from that one. <laughs> I like that
3: one. <laughs> this one's called Labels. Mother's Girl. Bridezilla. Banned from Nando's Chicken. <laughs> and soon, Husband Murderer. <laughs>
2: Jesse. Yes,
0: 33. Uh, third is titled Foot Play. You probably don't want to know what part of mom her shoes were made of.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that was Topical Haiku (laughs) Challenge. (laughs) Which brings us to our third segment of the evening called This Was Today Once. Uh, Jack, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll start with you because I wrote it that way on accident. You guys sat in the wrong chairs, that's what I'm saying.
3: Mm. Oh, hachimachi. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Jack, on this day, 2004, GTA San Andreas makes its debut. Uh, also on this very date, 1916, Margaret Sanger is arrested for uh, obscenity as she was advocating for birth control. Boo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
3: which part of that are we booing just yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my child is here I
2: I can't boo uh, brother control uh, how'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem
3: I'm celebrating by making big moves baby <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar games who made Grand Theft Auto just released Red Dead Redemption 2 last <laughs> night so they're open for business on some new development <laughs> What better way is there to respect and honestly honor Margaret Sanger's legacy as an activist for women's rights than to make a video game about it? (laughs) That's right. Get ready for Grand Theft Auto for women. It's the... It's the Grand Theft Auto you know and love so you can commit any crime that you want with impunity, but with the added pressure of being a woman in the modern modern patriarchy. <laughs> guys want to hear about some missions? Alright. You can do a raid of a Macy's to steal a bunch of cosmetics, which you usually would have to pay for just to conform to an unrealistic standard of beauty. Projected on you daily by men until you die. <laughs> You can steal and drive any car and run over any of the shitty men who make jokes about women driving. (laughs) (laughs) You can rob a bank and get all of the paycheck that is rightfully yours instead of the unconsciousable 80 cents on the dollar that you usually get. Even less for minorities. <laughs> you can kidnap a politician and threaten their life to motivate them to get rid of the tampon tax, a retrograde tax on women that men would never stand for and any something they need. Ooh, no one likes tampon tax stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's real. You can do whatever drugs you want, including birth control pills, which are extremely expensive and your boyfriend never pays for. <laughs> you, you can murder sexual assaulters and harvest their healthy organs to help Ruth Bader Ginsburg live longer. (laughs) you you can jog at night (laughs) that's not actually a crime currently but it's something that you can't do for safety concerns (laughs) you can impregnate a man so they can carry life in them for nine months and then experience the painful miracle of birth fundamentally shifting the way they see the world. It's a video game. Why not? (laughs) You can build a time machine and go on a murderous rampage of the South to flip the 2016 election. You can then use the same time machine to bring scummy men to the future when they have daughters so they finally understand that women are people too. (laughs) Which always seems to happen after they've already been shitty to women. <laughs> and if you make it to the final level, the big bows you, you can attend this very podcast recording and kill me. <laughs> A white, cisgender, heteronormative man <laughs> who called them women's rights earlier, not humans' rights. (laughs) Just did an extremely heavy-handed, unfunny comedy routine about real issues (laughs) and somehow thinks that makes him an ally, even though he's not actually affecting any change and is a huge piece of shit. (laughs) Who thinks he can circumvent any criticism of this bit by distancing himself from that bit, right now, in the very same bit, even though he's not smart enough to carve a pumpkin... (laughs) and is dressed like a homeschooled Mormon child's conception of a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> However, look out, because Killing Me will put you at five stars on the police wanted level. <laughs> That's right. It's still a Grand Theft Auto game.
0: <laughs> Very good, Jack. Very good. I, I was, I was going to say you looked like a, uh, a Wes Anderson luke L- luke wilson
2: character yeah, yeah. i would say a red dead redemption uh dressy snaz up uh cheat code character <laughs> yeah
3: we're like you you've done enough missions to get like cool stuff on top and you just have to wear khakis on bottom <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah very,
2: very good that was really good that was really good uh ben rice on this date 1861 the pony express officially ceases operations uh, also, on this date, 1977, American actor and producer John Heater was born. <laughs> um, how did you choose to celebrate those two things all mashed together?
1: Hey, John Ross, you fat lord. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I did say gosh. <laughs> I-, I looked in the mirror and realized I was a bespectacled, odd looking fellow. <laughs> uh, then I looked at my high school yearbook and realize I used to be a gangly, bespectacled, odd-looking fellow. But skinny me is dead. Just like the Pony Express. It's been 157 years, me. The lack of weight's not coming back. Get over it. But fortunately, ever since Napoleon Dynamite came out in 2004, nerds of all shapes and sizes have been fucking cool, John. There's no time like 2018 to be a nerdy, awkward, straight white male. In politics. <coughs> so today I announce that I, Ben Rice, am running for governor of the state of California, uh, and taking with today's smash the patriarchy and hashtag me Too movements, and in honor of our fallen Pony Express soldiers and in cell uh, abrasion of John Heater's illustrious career, I've chosen as my slogan the famed Pony Express motto, The Mail Must Go Through. just kidding men are trash see you jerks once I'm out of Facebook jail
2: (laughs) (laughs) very good Ben very good Jesse Jones on this date 1881 uh, the gunfight at the O.K. Corral takes place Mm -hmm. at Tombstone Arizona Uh, also on this very date 1492 uh, lead pencils are first used Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned (laughs) events in tandem
0: In 1995, Batman Forever came out. Not on this day, it just did. I don't know when, it's not important. Let's just say summer if you need that information so damn much. The point is, Batman Forever. So taken by that film was I, that I was inspired to write a fan letter to Val Kilmer in the summer of 1995. I will share that with you now. Dear Mr. Kilmer, my name is Jesse. I'm this many. And I've seen two of your movies, Tombstone and Batman Forever. And while your turn as Doc Holliday in Tombstone was sure good as far as pretending to be a dying cowboy goes... I really believe that your Batman will soon be making people say, I don't remember a Michael Keaton Batman. You're making that up. (laughs) Your flat, disinterested portrayal of Bruce Wayne really contrasted well with your flat, disinterested portrayal of the Batman. And that single expression you wore for the entire film. (laughs) Vacant, glassy-eyed, mouth slightly open, (laughs) lips weirdly curled up at the ends, (laughs) like a duck. Always just about to interrupt someone. (laughs) (sighs) Made it clear to any bad guy thinking about doing bad guy things that the world's greatest detective was on the case! (laughs) I do have one non-Val Kilmer uh, is the greatest uh, Batman uh, thing that I was hoping you could help me with. Was nobody bothered by how in the other Batmans Harvey Dent was briefly played by Billy D. Williams but in this Batmans it was Tommy Lee Jones? Was that somehow explained? <laughs> <laughs> or was there simply some confusion? with how sort of similar the names of these two otherwise almost entirely dissimilar (laughs) actors were. So like when they were casting Batman Forever and someone was supposed to contact Billy Dee Williams, they just thought they said Tommy Lee Jones? (laughs) I get it. It's an easy mistake. I make it all the time. Like when I tell people how I love Tommy Lee Jones as Lando Calrissian in the Star Wars movies. I mean, no one hasn't made this very simple mistake, least of all Joel Schumacher. Anyway, you were a super great Batman, and I look forward to at least a hundred more Batman movies with you as Batman.
2: <laughs> That was this was today once. There we go. That brings us to our fourth of five segments. Uh, this segment's called Department of Tourism. Congrats, everyone! You've become—you've uh, all been hired as the tourism directors of the following places. Uh, make us want to come there and live, visit there and live. All right, uh, Jack Brown, take us to Megan Kelly, Alvania.
3: <laughs> hey, you. Yes, you. You with a stick of butter that you're dipping into sugar and eating like a lollipop. <laughs> Follow me as I take you on a journey through the greatest place in the world, Megan Kelly, It is the white, I mean, right place to be. <laughs> Here in Megan Kelly, we do things a little bit differently. Take, for instance, the name Megan, we spell it with a Y. <laughs> A why, as in why is Starbucks a foot soldier in George Soros' War on Christmas? (laughs) Why do the libtard cucks keep perpetuating white genocide via their reverse racist Antifa super soldier, the Giant Flyers mascot, Gritty? (laughs) And why would anyone expect a former Fox News host to be more successful on daytime television than Tamron Hall, an actual likable human being with a moral compass? (laughs) All great questions that don't need to be answered here because critical thinking is a leftist trick to try and bamboozle us patriots. (laughs) As you can see behind me, it's a beautiful day today, even though it's the fall. It's the same temperature here all the time. Lukewarm all year long. Especially no winter because there are no snowflakes. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do seasons here. They're so... Ethnic. (laughs) All those changing colors and such. No thank you. (laughs) No one needs to work here in Megyn Kelly-ylvania, but don't worry, it's not socialism. The free market has decided that we all get 69 million dollars for being fired from a morning show. (laughs) That might sound like a comedic number, but it's not. That's the exact amount that NBC gave our dear queen, Megyn Kelly. But even though we don't need to work, we still have to fill our days doing something. Everybody takes a turn doing a huge interview puff piece with Alex Jones, normalizing his truth or conspiracies for a wider audience, just like our queen did. <laughs> How does Alex Jones have time to accommodate this? Don't worry, he isn't very busy since he was deplatformed. <laughs> or you could join in the community fun by coming up with nicknames for former tan suit wearing president and current antichrist Obama, <laughs> or as we like to call him Obummer, <laughs> Obozo. <laughs> And that Kenyan Muslims <laughs> <laughs> Every day we try and come up with more names. Obama S- MS13? <laughs> I'm just spitballing. You pick the perfect time of year to take a look at our community. Usually, everyone's wearing their standard Oxford shirts, khakis and boat shoes. Or Crocs, if we're being a bit naughty on the weekend. <laughs> but as you can see, we're having our big Halloween party tonight, so everyone is in blackface. <laughs> don't worry about some party pooper trying to explain the history of blackface and why it's offensive, because around here, we don't get triggered. We pull triggers. <laughs> It's open carry from birth. Imagine waking up here on Christmas morning, getting up, standing for the national anthem that plays five times a day, and then dropping to a knee to send your mandatory thoughts and prayers to the unavoidable victims of our open carry policy. Around here, the Second Amendment should be called the First Amendment because it's number one. (laughs) And because we don't have a free press. (laughs) But it's Christmas, so you run downstairs with your family, gather around the tree, and give each other the greatest gift of all, the ability to say that Santa is white. (laughs) He just is. Santa is white. We can finally say it. He's white. He just is. I don't care if he's made up. He's white. (laughs) Every email around here starts with forward, 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 forward. (laughs) Uh we respect the troops and Sharia law does not stop us from eating mayo like it's froyo. does this sound like the place that you want to be yeah? well too bad there's no immigration allowed we are smart and good because we were born here and you aren't because you weren't you're inherently inferior why'd we make a tourism video? because we hate you fuck you
2: very good Jack Brown Very good. Ben Rice, Silverware Alabama. <laughs> Silverware Alabama. Uh, edibles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why'd
1: you come to Silverware Alabama? huh? Was it for a good time, sugar? To get your silver polished, if you know what I mean? Well, gag me with a spoon and go fork yourself. <laughs> Because that's not what you do here in Silverware, Alabama, and that's not what we're about. <laughs> Silverware, Alabama isn't like that at all. Here in Silverware, Alabama, we cater to a very distinct, high end kind of person, clientele. <laughs> not you knobby kneed, limp wristed, utensil holding sons of bitches. <laughs> no, sir. Here in Silverware, Alabama, we host the rowdiest. Raunchiest, gray hair having, but still feeling young, lickanthropes, this side the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> For the uninitiated, let me serve this to you on a silver platter. Uh-huh. You might know older men who prey on younger chicks as silver foxes, yes. <laughs> but in silver Alabama, we cater to silver wolves, werewolves, that is. <laughs> But for legal reasons, we have to spell where like where. You know, because you can't just blatantly be out there in these streets letting people know werewolves and vampires are real and shit. And we find that attaching Obama to pretty much anything makes people not want to go there. So let's weed out the majority of the mortals. So, if you're an older werewolf with a taste for the finer things and not quite life, but also not quite afterlife, come on down to Silverware, Alabama. And come hungry, because this meat's fresh as can be.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, bring some silverware. It's not supplied here. Uh, even though we know you old chompers can't tear through flesh like they used to. <laughs> silverware, Alabama. Come because you got confused. Stay because your entrails are now in a wolf's stomach.
2: (laughs) Very good. Ben Rice. Jesse Jones, Uh uh, make us want to come to Gray Area Falls. Gray Area Falls. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you looking for a place where you can settle down and live your life any damn way you so choose? Well, you've come to the right place. The unincorporated territory of (laughs) Gray Area Falls both does and doesn't exist. (laughs) According to the confusion caused by centuries of overlapping and contradictory treaties, declarations of independence, (laughs) and failed revolutions. (laughs) So since our very existence is debatable at best, it makes it nearly impossible to implement Even the most basic laws and statutes. And you'll find that's just how the residents of Gray Area Falls like it. (laughs) Even if you're just passing through, you owe it to yourself to check out the Gray Area Falls Petting Zoo. (laughs) We do ask that you not punch the otters. (laughs) No matter how much they've got it coming. Sure, it can be said that a punch is just a kind of aggressive pet, (laughs) but, well, uh, I I guess you could easily... Okay, so you you got us. (laughs) We'd like to advise you that it is not recommended to ride a barrel down the extremely dangerous and inviting gray area falls. (laughs) No, it's not strictly illegal, but it is very dangerous. We do understand that the proximity of the Gray Area Falls Barrel Factory, directly adjacent to the Gray Area Falls, sort of makes it an inviting prospect. What with how they leave all their finished barrels along the riverbank to dry or settle or cure or whatever they'd leave them there. But if you do decide to take the plunge, be warned that your body will never be found and your children will never know where their parents' bones will lay forever. But you'll know, they're being used to make barrels in Gray Area Falls. (laughs) Gray Area Falls, where we wouldn't if we were you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing saying you (laughs) can't. Very good. That was a segment called Department of Tourism, uh, which brings us to our final uh, segment of the evening called Write a Slam Poem About It. Write a slam poem about it. Uh, Jack Brown, let's hear your slam poem about fishing. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Red
3: fish, blue fish, you fish, me fish. I am not so unlike the fish relentlessly swimming upstream against a powerful current that will not stop, will not quit will never let me rest on my laurels, will never give me a break, will never stop pushing me back, will never stop pushing. (laughs) I am not so unlike the fish, over-harvested, totally depleted, just for the consumption of humans. (laughs) I am not so unlike the fish, coming from nothing and born into a place that civilization has forgot. I am not so unlike the fish, slimy and wet, surrounded by the waste of modern society, the lowest of the low, filled with gross substances. (laughs) I am not so unlike the fish because I am the fish. I am swimming upstream against society because I play rhythmic jam band music in an era dominated by hip hop and pop music. I am totally depleted because my fans demand so much of me. Trey Anastasio. I come from nothing because I'm from Burlington, Vermont. I am surrounded by drugs and filth because my fans are honestly really, really high all the time. I am the fish, and let's get this concert started!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Jack. Ben Rice, let's hear uh, your slam poem about those shoes that turn into skates.
1: (laughs) Trapped inside. Don't want to hide. (laughs) One day, I'll fly along the side walks in this fair city. Wind in my hair, sun at my back. I'll stride, I'll strive for the inside track, where others fear to step. I'll glide. I'm not sure how. I, I think. I think you just like you just tap your heel on. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like the ground maybe, <laughs> and and then like pow! Surprise! Shitty roller skates. <laughs> Or maybe you, you just go up on your toes. Uh, only God knows. Uh, but something I know just as much as God does is cleanliness is next to godliness, and these kicks are clean as fuck. So fresh and so clean, clean. And in my God-like know-how, I also know how. I'm not sure how these things work. <laughs> And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not sure what they're called, but they should definitely be called new new balances, because <laughs> this
2: is the whitest shit I ever seen. Very good, Ben Rice. <laughs> I think they're called Heelys. Heelys. Ah. There we go. Okay.
1: That's fucking stupid. I actually. <laughs>
2: I put Heelys and then I erased it. And Thank then I you. thought, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would know what Heelys are. Uh, Jesse Jones, let's hear your slam you poem. see their wheels on your heels. heels. So they're heels. Um. Oh. <laughs> and you have to do a wee- wheelie. All right. Okay. Jesse Jones, uh, please have written a slam poem about organ harvesting. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> You're going to let all that get buried? Selfish. You're going to let all that get burned? Selfish. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Man, you must be joking. I know a guy his whole life's been smoking, and your wasted lung meat is just the treat he'd pay top dollar for. <laughs> And I'll even throw in a kidney for just a little more. (laughs) This was all handwritten in the car. (laughs) You want to see now? You're on the list. You'll never get to the front of the line. I'm here to warn you. You need it quick. Just give me a half hour. I'll get you a couple cornea. (laughs) Selfish. (laughs) You're really gonna let that spoil? Selfish. Fine, I'm no stranger to toil. After everybody's gone, I'll come back to the lawn and retrieve your selfish ass from the soil.
2: Selfish. (laughs) (laughs) That is stab. It's all, but one more time for the contestants you've seen this evening: uh, Ben Rice, Jack Brown, Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more uh, Stabs, go to Spotify. We're on Spotify now. Check it out there, uh, or come see us every Friday night here at 10:15 at Stab. I've been your host, John Morris Ross. The uh, fourth. Thank you. Good night.